So all those messages I was getting this morning while we were trying to do our podcast, literally in that phone call that I got, that broker straight out lied. They said that they called and nobody answered. And they called repeatedly and nobody answered. And I was like, um, I have actual proof that I answered and spoke with them and told them what time the load was picked up and where it was going and verified the data and information with them. So, no, that's a lie. And then they're like, well, they're, they, they want this information. Well, that's, that's nice. They were already given that information. Well, yeah, they want an update. I'm sorry. Is there anywhere in my contract and paperwork that I have an update? No. I was like, well, no. Okay. Is there anywhere in my, in my paperwork with anybody that says I'm going to pull over every hour and tell you what the temperature is on this thing? No. We're not talking about, you know, volatile hazmat substance. This is a fuel run. It's a fuel run for frozen chicken. Okay. It's like, it's not even Tyson. Like, it's just some little nothing. And those people are like the worst. But it was like, okay, but we picked it up at four o'clock in the morning. You know, it was like, whatever. We got there as soon as we could. We picked it up. We went and got the, got it, got the load, got out. We'll be there tomorrow. We'll deliver it and they can shut up and they're not going to call me again. You know? So, yeah. So they stinking lied. I, and we, how many times have we had this crap where brokers are just so full of shit? Almost every other load. <laughs> yeah. And every other load is generally a fuel load. And it's mm-hmm. like, and it's like, and, 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 you know, fuel loads for anybody who doesn't know is just literally when, you know, we have our, our money loads, which are the loads that we're actually doing to run around, you know, and the, the better hauls. But we get to a place where we're generally delivering out somewhere, nowhere, right? And it's like, then we got to find a load that gets us back to a place where we can grab a money load. So we do these fuel loads. And when we do these fuel loads, we're like sitting there and stuck. And we generally get these little brokers. And I feel like this guy's reselling this one is what I think it is. I feel like he is. And I feel like that this is one of those people that's double brokering a load, which is illegal and is like hugely a negative, negative thing. But whatever so i'm just like so so then our team is like hey need you to send us a picture i don't send you pictures shut up what yeah literally i was like i don't i don't send you pictures i how many miles over a million miles you think i'm gonna send you pictures i don't send you pictures it's is it a hazmat load is it a hazmat ltl load no then i'm not going to send you pictures you know that's just absolutely stupid that, that they even have that kind of attitude so yeah, so that's that's what that whole whole fiasco was. But at the same time, we got our new standing fan. It came in. Mm-hmm. You like it? Yeah. It's very pretty. I think it's pretty. And I won't have to worry about just bumping into it and the whole thing coming apart. But how long did you have the other one? Longer than me. Longer yeah, than we've known I each other. It, um, I had gotten it because when I was living with my mom still and I was downstairs, my room was a um west facing window mm-hmm. so i got full afternoon sun mm. at the hottest part of the day and i only had one and it was more frustrating because we had this uh what are it like awning in our backyard mm-hmm. but it stopped before my win- my room and my window so i got full afternoon sun like literally sun <laughs> passed over the house and that was it yeah. glaring sunlight in my room and it's not even like our air conditioning didn't work. It was just that it didn't matter. It was so hot. 
it getting that sunlight. It, yeah, so yeah. I got a, I got that fan and and had it ever since. And it was you know it it was <laughs> it was funny because I didn't have enough money to just like go and like get a fan somewhere and come home. Mm-hmm. And so I got that off of Amazon, and it was you know just some random cheapest told you know told the lies of like oh yeah it cools you know because we don't have to say that it's like if we don't say it's ac and we don't say like oh it you know has actual cooling properties and just say Mm -hmm. that it's a you know cooling fan then it you know tricks people into thinking that it's an ac fan and just you know buy it anyways because technically all fans cool and it's like so yeah it was it was just it was dumb and and all I fans mean, cool by wicking away the moisture from your skin, which is the same reaction that you get when you sweat. So in order for them to actually cool and work, you have to be sweating. So, yeah, good times. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I've had it. I've <laughs> I had gotten it in a one off. It was like twenty five dollars on Amazon. And okay. I just was like, I'm so hot. I cannot wait. And so I just got it. So, yeah, that was, you know what five years ago now <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> before me so it came with you to the house so. yeah but uh yeah i i uh i have definitely put it to use but once that fell over so hope this one hey, hey if this one lasts five years i'll be happy but i mean for a one-off to last five years like that that's pretty good mm-hmm. so but yeah and uh it came at perfect timing because you know getting warm today so and but tomorrow we cool back down right um I think so. Okay. Not like, like a lot, but it's not supposed to be as hot. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna. Oh, tomorrow's actually gonna be sixty-four. So that's nice. Yeah, I'll take it. Sixty-four on a Friday. Woo. Sixty-four on a Friday, and it's clear, right? We're not gonna have rain. Yeah. Okay. It's only supposed to be. It was only supposed to rain yesterday and today. Okay. So. That's good. So yeah, we're 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 gonna be good. I'm gonna take that. I will take that all day, every day. What's the weekend? Is the weekend gonna look good then? Uh, the weekend, uh, Saturday is looking like high as 64. Sunday, the highest 78. Perfect. The lows are 43 and 48. So it'll okay. actually have a nice dip down mm-hmm. and not just be bam <laughs> straight from 72 to 85. But like. it means I won't have balls of sweat out there whining about post hole digging because it'll have rained two days per before and the day before. So they'll have just enough moisture in the, in the dirt to be able to get down there by a couple feet. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that works for me. So they're, you know, <laughs> their girls are working because last weekend they showed me that if, if I don't drill on them, they're just not going to get stuff done. Yep. So the same thing has happened now with their afternoon chores mm-hmm. and, you know, eating foods of various kinds yeah. and cleaning the kitchen and like literally everything. They've just straight up proved over the last month of us, you know, getting on them when we see it and not, you know, sitting there watching them all the time mm-hmm. that if we don't do that, they just they don't do it. Yep. Well, if you didn't tell me to do it, I don't have to do it. That's, that's the that's the mindset that's there. If mm-hmm. you're not watching me, but I still, you know, give you some kind of progress at the end of it, then technically you can't get mad because I did do something. Like that's, so I feel like that's what goes through their head because mm-hmm. it's like they just, I don't know, they they're not, you know, getting their stuff done. <laughs> so, and I mean, Tabby got in trouble, you know, this morning for not getting the floors done at all in the kitchen, and like I don't know what. It's the it smallest yeah. kitchen. It's the smallest space in the house. Literally, literally think it's like 
four swipes on the mop, it's done. Yeah, it's not hard at all, but she, and it wasn't even like, yeah, because sometimes it's like I get up and I can tell like, okay, they didn't sweep this floor, but it's not that big of a deal. It was Mm -hmm. so messy. Like there was stuff everywhere and there was a whole Tupperware container on the floor. And I was like, what, Mm. what are we, (laughs) Yeah, I I like how long they left food in the back of the mudroom too that needed to go to the chickens. They keep doing this. They're just, they're, I don't know what's happening. And so just, you know, got up this morning. Got Tabby up, told her to fix that, and she was all, you know, scared that she was going to get in more trouble for it. I was like, oh, no, it's just, it's morning time. Mm-hmm. You're going to, there's going to be punishments for it, whether it's you're just doing the kitchen, whether it's you do, because, like, I'm tired of punishing all three of them for just her not getting stuff done, mm-hmm. because that's what it's been. Like, they, in the beginning, it was like all three of them made different mistakes, like, three different times. But then the last like four times, it's just been her and her part that she just didn't do. Yeah. And then it's the same thing with their chores. They're getting told, oh, hey, you know, make sure that this part of your chore gets done right this time. Or, hey, you know, when you do this part of your chore, make sure you do this. And then they'll only do that and not touch the rest of their chores. And I'm like, what has happened with the litter box? Lilia, the litter box, um, because she's got the loft. And he said, hey, make sure you, you know, swap out the litter this time because... You know, it's the rest of it's pretty mm-hmm. much disintegrated and put the, you know, door back on the litter box. I don't know why that's just been sitting in the litter box for the past, you know, however long. Oh, I actually saw what happened with that. That wasn't any of them. It was um, Domino and Tempest fighting. Without- but how long ago was that? Like two days ago. So yeah. she should have done it still. So that's yeah, the yeah. point is that it was still just like things like that are happening and then they're not getting their chores done. And it's like, well, because this has been like this for the past however long, I could tell you haven't done anything. And then, mm-hmm. so yeah, got told told her to do the litter box. Make I sure she I will say on that side it. note that it makes me think that that's why Ollie has not been crapping in there because Domino was in there trying to use the bathroom and Tempest wouldn't start stop messing with her. I would understand that if it didn't still happen when Tempest is outside. And that is the fair statement that <laughs> goes from me defending the kitty that loves me most to never mind, bitch about to become an outside cat. And with that. Welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So let's get into our nothing. What do we got today? Um, Unpopular opinions. Oh, okay, good. So I've compiled some from Reddit, um, some that are pretty pretty good, in my opinion, mm-hmm. this time. Um so we'll start. We'll start with a. We'll start with one of these these good ones. Okay. Um, this one's a little bit longer. Again, on unpopular opinion, that's not normal. Normally, they're really short. <laughs> so, uh, this one is from user significant bus five four two four, and it is titled "Being friends with a cheater knowingly makes you an enabler." So. I thought the general consensus about this was what I agreed with, but apparently it's not. Apparently, a lot of people think it's okay to be friends with a cheater because the cheater's relationship is none of your business and doesn't get in the way of the friendship. I, however, mm. believe that if you were truly friends, you'd speak up because you'd want your friend to fix their mistake. True friends want each other to be the best versions of themselves. And cheating inflicts pain on others. Would you really want your friend to be- continue behaving like that? If so, you're basically an enabler. It doesn't mean if you've already spent your whole life that you've already spent your whole life together. You are who you are. Uh, oh my goodness, I can't read today. You are who you surround yourself with. Being friends with a cheater means you are also a cheater, and or mm. you lack values and standards. It's understandable if your friend cheats and regrets it afterwards. People make mistakes. Yeah, I get it. But friends who actively and constantly cheat feel no remorse and won't change even after I try. Let's say it's already been a year already. Nope, not having it. 
Unless your friend isn't the type of person to cheat and will feel guilty after cheating, if they continue to cheat and don't see anything wrong with their actions, then it's time to drop them. True friends wouldn't tolerate that behavior. True friends are those you can count on to tell you that you fucked up. Their relationship is your business because your friend is showing what kind of person they are. It's your job to help them become better. If you don't listen, then that's their problem. The least you can do for them is distance yourself from them if, they're, if they aren't subject to change. And when they change, you can allow them back into your life. While there are some situations where cheating can be understandable, not acceptable, it is generally wrong. Most situations can be solved through communication. Encourage that instead. Do not encourage or enable your friend to cheat. They're counting on you and you're going to let them down. I'm incredibly disappointed on the general consensus on this one. And then they added two edits. They said, I have not been cheated on. Please do not use that as an argument or an, atta an attack on my character. And I meant best friend, by the way. If your best friend was a cheater, work friends, family friends, etc. don't have to be dropped. So I 100% agree with this. If you, it, it, I just, uh, there, okay. I 100% agree with the, the general theme. The part that they were talking about, like it's your responsibility or your duty as a friend. I don't think that's like true because if you're a friend, you're, like it, it's not really, it, it's not your responsibility to take care of somebody else that has mm -hmm. nothing to do with your immediate anything. If you live with them, then kind of, <laughs> but if it's like, you know, this is your best friend you're, you know, seeing and you go out with and you do all these things with and you consider them your best friend and you guys spend every moment all the time together and you're doing all these things, like you should, you should care. I, I don't think I could ever be friends, like not, let alone best friends with somebody that knowingly goes around and cheats and thinks it's fun and it's cool and dandy and oh man, it's just, you can't, you know, I can't, I can't help it. Like mm -hmm. I would, uh, I wouldn't want to be friends with somebody like that. And I have literally seen that where people just go, oh no, it's okay. They made a mistake. And it's like, okay, but then they did it five more times. Well, they're, they're learning their path in life. Like, no, mm -mm. you can't support somebody like that. Why would you want to be friends with somebody like that? Because that's that's just horrible like that they're causing immense pain to somebody else and there's no world where cheating is okay there isn't there and like i said they said you know there's some situations where it's not, it can't be avoided like i get it if you're sexually assaulted that's not exactly cheating mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know some people consider it that whatever being forced into things that you don't you know you don't want to do even if it's like a situation that you could have gotten out of but you were too uncomfortable too much you know pressure or whatever you were uncomfortable that something happened it's still sexual assault, so it's still, like, yeah, technically, by the definition, you cheated, but it wasn't something that was your fault. And so things like that, those are obviously exceptions to the problem, but if you are, like, you, you have this friend, and they, you know, confess to you six different times, hey, man, you know, I cheated, I, I don't know what to do, you know, I keep, I keep doing this, and, you know, I feel terrible about it, and everything, like, no, I, mm -mm, I don't buy it. <laughs> what? You keep doing it. Where, where is that okay? I'm not going to be friends with somebody like that. And I can't believe that there are really people out there that look at that and they go, eh, not my circus, not my monkeys. Like, what? <laughs> that is quite literally your monkey mm -hmm. that you're just letting go around and do all this and you don't care? Like, that's you, you're not even trying? Because like, if it's a buildup of like, yeah, the last two times you were, you know, get, saying like, bro, you can't. Like, that's that's fucked up. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be around somebody that does that. And they're like, you know, apologizing, whatever. And then you kind of let it slide the first time, second time. But there's just like, the three strike rule is a great thing. If it happens again, dude, no, <laughs> you're not, you're not remorseful because you keep doing it. So I, I agree with that, that there's no world that I could be friends with somebody like that. And I don't understand how there are people that can. <laughs> it's just that that's, it's horrendous. So, so yeah, that's, that's my two cents on that. And this is where I get to say I agreed up to a point. Okay. 
number one, I'm not a cheater. I've never cheated. I will never cheat. And cheating just is a foreign thing to me, right? But I'll be fr- I've been friends with people who were cheaters. Well, no, no, actually, I don't think I have. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to go through this. They say this. You know what? No, I haven't. Okay, but but here's the thing. Because I'd never be friends with cheaters, I can be like, okay, yeah, that's an easy easy out. But screw that. Screw the screw the second part of that. I'm sorry. Look, if I'm friends with somebody and they're a racist and they're my friend, that does not make me a racist. Okay, if I'm friends with somebody and they're a cheater, it doesn't make me a cheater any more than if I'm friends with somebody and they're fat. It doesn't make me fat. And we want to get into unpopular opinions. This, this is where I where I come in on this is you're a grown ass person. You can be whatever you want to be. If you choose to make victims of people, I'm not going to be your friend by my choice. But if I decide that I'm going to be your friend and I'm going to be your friend despite what you are. For somebody to sit there and go, well, you're just you're enabling them. I do not agree with that at all. I can I've I've had no problems telling my friends you're an idiot, you're stupid. You know, and I having things that they do with their lives that I completely don't agree with. I mean, one of my best friends who may or may not be coming out here next weekend, right? He's got he's got a kid out of wedlock. I'm like I would have never had a kid out of wedlock he's still one of my best friends it doesn't mean that i i'm enabling him and if i have somebody who decides they're going to do drugs and they're going to be a friend of mine it doesn't mean that i'm doing drugs by proxy it doesn't mean that i'm i'm not going to sit there and and give them a you know if you want to be my friend you need to stop doing drugs yeah but i still think that you're you're still getting on them about it like you're not going to sit there and be silent about it you're going to say that that's stupid i think they're the point they're trying to make is that I don't care. It's the secondhand opinion because of who you hang out with. I understand that there, you know, there's, hey, bad, bad company corrupts good character, right? We we under we understand this, but it doesn't always, it doesn't always work that way. And if somebody else is a cheater, you know, this is the same thing where if I have a friend who's a cheater, and then all of a sudden my sister-in-law is like. Well, his friend is a known cheater. He cheated on me. So your your husband must be a cheater. That's the same thing as that woman that we talked about who the, her sister literally went and catfished a guy to try to to show him up as a cheater. No, I don't I don't buy that. I don't I don't go with that at all. I let let people stand alone on their own character. You know, it's it's we talked about it yesterday. We talked about how the, the whole, we talked about people suck. You know, and this pastor at this church who weaseled his way in so that, you know, so that he could assault half a dozen boys. That doesn't mean that every church, it doesn't mean that, but we, we as a society, people keep blanketing this, oh, in the Catholic church, oh, in the, you know, and, and do this. It's like, no, screw that. I don't, I refuse to do that. I let people just stand on their own. I don't care who your friends are. You know, I, I don't, I don't care who your friends are specifically, right? You tell me about your friends. I'm like, okay. And I don't I don't stress about it. You told me about your friends when you had your job, when you had your job at Spirit. You know, I don't look at that and be like, hmm, that's a reflection on you for who you're hanging out with. Anybody who does that, they're shallow, they're insignificant. And I want nothing to do with them because I don't care. I don't care if you like who I'm hanging out with. People are going to find a reason to not like my friends no matter what. Toby, Fred, people hated those two. And that's fine. Corey. People hated Corey, you know. Okay, you're allowed. 
even even within the church, when I was in the church, there were people like, man, Joe, I'd really like to hang out with you, but you hang out with this with this guy, and this guy is, you know, he's just, there's something wrong with him. Like, so you want to hang out with him, but you don't want to hang out with me because I'm hanging out with, with these people. You know, I actually had one of our church leaders that ticked me off to no end when, when I was going in the singles ministry because he was upset that we didn't have enough, quote-unquote, sharp people and good-looking people in the singles ministry. And I was like, well, number one, Sunshine, if you look in the mirror, you're going to see that you aren't exactly uh, pos- po- you know, posting up some GQ vibes. And uh, number two, shut up. Like, that's just that's ridiculous because he doesn't want to be seen going out and hanging out with people who he considered wrong in, in some way, shape, or form. And so it's like, no. So I, I, I agreed right up until that point. After that point, I have nothing to agree with. So that's where I'm at. So, yeah, one of us has got an unpopular opinion. And by that look on your face, I'm sure that you just don't agree with mine. And that's fine. <laughs> so what's our next one? Um, this, this one is pretty short and sweet and to the point. Okay. It's from user Royal Range. And it's titled, There Should Be More Shows or Movies Where the Villain Wins. Yes. Shows where the good guy comes out on top can be very predictable and boring to watch. Villains winning more in shows will make things more interesting and provide a more realistic take on life. I'm not talking about villains who are over-the-top comical, but well-written ones where the audience can get a glimpse of and maybe even sympathize with the perspective of the villain and how they turn into what they are. For example, I really like the Joker movie. It offers insight into various (laughs) mental health issues and how someone may feel like society let them down with how outcasts are viewed, neglected, or ostracized. Yeah. So I 100% agree. I have always been one for villains. I despise superheroes. And I've said this before. I hate superheroes. That's my unpopular opinion. I hate mm-hmm. superheroes. They're so boring. They are so boring. They always have some tragic backstory. And then they just, you know, decided, the, well, instead of letting it destroy me, I decided to do good. And so there they go. Every single superhero can be right. chalked up to that. Like if Every Captain America one. went from some scrawny little kid that was getting picked on to got buff and started ripping I, people I apart. I hate Captain America. <laughs> I, but I hate all the cheesy ones the most. I hate Superman. Yeah. I hate Captain America. Iron Man is a little bit more complicated. But at the end of the day, I still don't like him mm. <laughs> because he's a superhero he's one of those characters like that's the reason why i loved age of ultron so much because it was like ah is tony stark a superhero and i was like whoa wait a second and that Mm -hmm. was great i loved that but i like i hate thor thor is so boring he is so just like same same old same old blonde haired blue-eyed gorgeous everybody loves him he's so strong and bulky he does everything good and oh his father tells him you can't just go you know go rampage on another place because you're angry that they did this thing to you like come on do better son like it's Mm -hmm. just oh it was so (laughs) i hate it i hate that but super villains there's so much more depth to them because they have to have a reason why and then anytime there's a super villain that hates a superhero there's always some crazy backstory that Mm -hmm. the superhero doesn't give uh, anything about what happened to that guy and so then they go and they resent that and they hold on to that and then they build up more and more and more and there's all that like there's a build up it's not just oh man 
uh, I was treated poorly in my family, and now I decide I want to wreak havoc on the world. Like, like, mm-hmm. yes, there are supervillains out there that are like that. Especially, like, you know, the kids' movies stuff is, it's very basic. But I'm talking about, like, good stories. Like, Loki is a great example of that. His storyline is so, it's so much depth to it. And it's something that you don't know if you watch just the Marvel movies. You have to actually know the comic stories to know mm-hmm. more about him. But I love his character because it's so there's so much to his character. It's not just oh man, you know, that it sucks. You know, there's just like there's so many layers. It's like once you find out one thing and then it goes deeper and then it goes deeper and then it goes deeper. It's like whoa. And so it's like it, I love supervillains. Supervillains are amazing. And I I remember saying this too. Like there really should there should be more stories like that because it's like it's part of the reason why I do love um when i was watching it once upon a time because it's another one of those takes in all these fairy tale characters and throws them all into one thing but there are so many instances where the bad guys from all these fairy tales that you're so used to end up winning and that's like the whole thing and that's what i told you you would really like once upon a time because the whole point of it is that the is that basically maleficent is the main character that screwed everything up in the beginning and continues to because the whole premise is that all these fairy tale characters live in this universe with all these fairy tale characters yeah, and things I've seen and then, a couple of episodes yeah of and it. then they all get pushed into the you know real world and mm-hmm. there's crazy stuff along with the uh, and they bring in this one girl to try to save it all because she can do it and you know there's all this crazy stuff happens and more work keeps getting revealed every season and it's like i never finished it because it was still coming out when i was watching it and i just was in school so it was like mm-hmm. i didn't have time but like i want to restart it and watch it again because i remember loving it so much because there were so many times and like i loved peter pan because peter pan was not a this is not a hero in mm-hmm. that show <laughs> i was like that's awesome and there were so many characters like that that were like you know like rumble stillskin is the biggest like he's my favorite character at least for how far i watched it sure. it was like he was so good he was in everything he had a he had something in every single storyline that made it all come together and it's like he was he was sitting there with all the evilness just sitting there going haha i knew it and then like so many things get revealed throughout it that are like wow this character that i thought it was that thought i thought was good or wow this character that i thought was horrendous or wow th- this character actually got away with it and they're going to continue to get away with it because there's nothing anybody can do about it and i was mm-hmm. like that's awesome that makes it good if once upon a time was just about a bunch of fairy tale characters that got you know thrown into the real world and that was it and you know you got to save the good characters and bring them back and the bad characters oh they get locked up in the end it'd be like well that's that's boring but these bad characters, the bad guys, the supervillains, they're all, you know, they, they have their own part in this mess and half of them get away with it. <laughs> it's like, it makes you so like, oh, I love that character. So it's just so there's there's not enough of it. And it's so weird because you would think that there would be more of it. But I, 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 I don't know, because like, people slowly, literally, I see so many memes about it. It's like maturing is realizing that the superhero isn't always a superhero. And sometimes a supervillain mm-hmm. was just extremely mistreated and that's why they're the supervillain and even then the things that they're doing aren't necessarily bad it's like i love when when stories make you question who is actually well like when you watch like the one that you got me uh had me watch megamind right yeah that that one that was like okay you know (laughs) i was like all right and you know what i i kind of disagree with opie i i like the ratio because i do see the bad guys that become the heroes and and the thing is, is like, I think some of them, it's about a matter of perspective, too, right? Because we talk about, like, Star Wars. And, you know, you, you watch Star Wars, and you're like, oh, the Rebels were the good guys. 
but yeah. but you know it what is. let's 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 talk about you know episode four literally it was a bunch of people on a job on a space on a space station that got blown up you know it's like mm. Mm, how how oh you blew up a planet you blew up a space station that was the size of a planet <laughs> you know it's like well you know you're you're trying to get people to fall under your rule okay i get it politicians are bad no no problem there but you're exploding things <laughs> And they're just trying to stop you from exploding things. And you're doing it because, you know, and it's like, and then episode one, two, and three came out and we saw the birth of Vader. But I, I would argue to say that Darth Vader, you know, Vader won. Like all the way, to, you know, here's, here's the way I always look at it. Vader, okay, Anakin, became, became Vader, became the bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. And did whatever he wanted <laughs> like literally yeah. oh admiral you have bad breath choke dead give me a new admiral right mm-hmm. i mean like he just wasn't playing around and at the very end he gets into one fight and then he dies but because he was at the very end redeemed himself man murdered children <laughs> murdered planets killed so many people that that Vader has a higher body count than, you know, anyone I've ever known. And at the end, he's one of the four just standing up there being like, yo, what's up, Yoda? Yoda's like, hey, buddy. You know, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. I, <laughs> right. I mean, that is the ultimate rub. Can you imagine being anybody else's like, excuse me? <laughs> my wife, my daughter... Her boyfriend, my entire family, was sitting on top of that space station, yeah. and you know, or, or all decided to go over to tattoo or you know whatever, um, you know, he decided, and you blew it up, yeah. But now, and now you're okay, but I'm here alone, needing trauma, you know, <laughs> like literally, you know, having therapy sessions for the rest of my life because you killed my entire family, you know, yeah. But now you're a good guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, so you know, bad guys do win like a majority. But that's like, still different, though, because that's still the bad guy joining the good guys. That's still different. I want to see the bad guys succeed. I want to see mm-hmm. chaos and worlds colliding and things going so horrendously wrong and see them be happy because they did what they wanted to do. I want that. That's I don't so care. So you want to leave these things at like 15 minutes to the end. That's what you should do that because no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's literally I need to know <laughs> that they win and that's it. Like that's it. We can't. No, I know. Like it's the same thing with Gravity Falls and, you know, a oh. real, you know, great thing that you know mm-hmm. you get to that point that last episode big thing that everybody's big... fearing is happening and oh my goodness yeah. it's insane and there's more things okay. that going don't, to don't, it you're gonna spoil her on i'm me. not okay. and more things that you don't expect are getting thrown into it and you're just so amazed and you're like it's so exciting okay. just for things to still you know work out in the end and you're like well <laughs> like i wanted i wanted everything <sighs> else to happen i wanted it to stay that, that way it was amazing that's uh, literally every other thing ever is okay. like that. So I don't know how that's spoiler. Okay. <laughs> I, I, okay. But I, I, I am, like I said, I, I think if you look at it from a different perspective, like, I mean, cause you know, Batman, Batman was a hero. 
I, I refuse. I hate when people say Batman's a hero. He's no not. Way. He's a bad person. No way. He's a <laughs> is a bad person. person period. You know, <laughs> that could be my unpopular opinion. And honestly, cause... you know, the, the bad people who are heroes are the people that I like generally the best. Like, who's my favorite anti-hero? You know, Deadpool. my de- Deadpool and Venom right behind it. Right. It's like because, yeah, doing bad things to bad people. But see, that's the thing is that I like the bad guys who do the bad things to the bad people. Right. Like, I don't like these the the good guys. Oh, man, I took, you know, I, I took the high road. No, nah. no, I, I want I want the. The bad guys who are like, mm, no, you're a jerk, bang, you know, type situation. Oh, you did this, bam, you're you're gone, you know. It's so, yeah. I I just okay. What what's our next one? We can just go on about that one. But <laughs> what is our next one? Um, this one we've we've definitely talked about this before, but I think this is the most straight way to put it. And then we also had a conversation with Tabby just a couple days ago that Uh-oh. also ties into this. Um, it's from uh, user Gravy Train 101, and it is titled, If you take a job that is well known for not paying well, you shouldn't complain about not getting paid well. Oh. The first job that comes to mind is teachers. I've heard for years that teachers don't get paid well. It's not some hidden secret. Yet half the people I know who chose to become teachers complain about their lack of pay. You know what you're signing up for. Yeah. I a hundred stinking percent agree. I am yeah, so it, nauseated what? by it. Yeah, we talked to Tabitha because I, I knew exactly what you were saying when you brought it up. You know, it, here's here it is. Don't go work at McDonald's and then complain that McDonald's doesn't pay enough. Right. Get the f- out of McDonald's. <laughs> right. So don't weird. don't go to Walmart and be like their benefits suck. Yeah. Well, it's Walmart. They you know they're you they're, knew what you were doing. You right? signed papers you went into it and they said this is what's going to happen you had full ability to go hey how much am i getting paid or they tell you Mm -hmm. this is how much you're getting paid these are all the benefits you have this is all the stuff you need to sign welcome to the job and every single one of those things you look at you read and you go i can accept this and then decide you can't accept it Mm -hmm. what you literally you literally accepted the terms and conditions and then got mad that you accepted the terms and conditions what you chose Mm -hmm. you literally chose this Oh man, I want to be a cheat teacher for the sake of the children. The teachers are so bad these days. There's so many things, and that's always everybody's viewpoint. And wants to be a teacher. It's like, oh, I just want to teach you know kids. They're so they're so. I want to be that good teacher in everybody's lives. Okay, that's great. That doesn't mean you get to go and be that teacher and then get mad that you're not getting paid above and beyond for all the work that you're doing above and mm-hmm. beyond because at the end of the day, you're a teacher. I don't know what you expected. You literally did. I what? <laughs> like, and people that go into things and they get so mad because, like, oh, they want to raise and everything. Like, then demand it, demand it. And if they don't give it to you, you leave and you find something better because you went into it knowing I have to work for this to actually get a raise. I have to work for this, and there's a competitive pay and da da da. Like all these things, you go into it knowing that. So why why do you get mad that you aren't? either the best you aren't performing the best you aren't doing the best mm-hmm. things you aren't going above and beyond you don't and even if it is you know those horrible you know environments where there is you know friends and you know there's all these colleagues that are like oh they're a little bit closer so they're gonna get you know their buddy up mm-hmm. before they then leave that environment leave it find something better because you know that that's already going on so why are you just complaining about it find a solution what are we doing <laughs> so it's just it's the same thing it, it happens in all tiers all levels of jobs that people get so upset like oh man these things are happening and i just like okay but you went into it knowing that mm-hmm. you went into it you literally knew this was going to happen and now you're mad that it's happening it's literally yeah. the same thing you can say the same thing about just the girls with their chores 
hey, if you don't do this, this is going to happen. And then they don't do it. And then that happens. And they go, "Uh, everybody hates me. It's like, whoa, you knew this was going to (laughs) happen. You Mm -hmm. actively decided, I know I have these things to do. I'm not going to do them and just play my cards. And then we go, hey, uh, you know, here's that thing we said was going to happen. They go, ah, <laughs> it's like you knew you went into it, made a decision. You went in f- the full route, knowing this is the direct consequence to my actions. And some of those consequences are the pay. Some of those consequences are the people you're around. Some of those consequences are the lack of sleep are the lack of sunlight or the even just dealing with, you know, a coffee machine that doesn't work. Like, you know, all of these things and you continue to put up with it and complain about it. Like it wasn't something that you signed up for quite literally. Same thing can be said mm-hmm. about people that are going to college and spending all this money and then go, uh, well, I can't afford it. That like, you quite literally signed up for it continued through it and now you're mad that you have to pay for it you you did this you did this you knew it was gonna happen you get an itemized bill of every single thing that you're gonna pay for in college and then you go up but i didn't think it was gonna be that much why because you literally saw what it was gonna be in the beginning and you just thought let's exaggerate it like what what happened you knew what you were getting into so yeah same thing i I don't there's so many different you know variations of the same thing you signed up for this you knew what you were getting yourself into and now you're mad that it's what's happening Mm -hmm. that doesn't make any sense (laughs) so yeah though i and it is clearly an unpopular opinion because so many people still do it so many people still do it it makes no sense yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. like yeah when tabby sat there and she goes i want to be a teacher i said so you want to be broke you want to live here with me the rest of your life and this is the same tabby who was like i want to i want to get a job at a, a miracle job at 16 that'll allow me to move out and be able to buy all my own stuff yeah. at 18 i'm like you don't understand how money works she does it because you know, she gets money and she just spends it all on candy she doesn't yep, make so any she doesn't invest- have any more investments and then she asks what she can do to make more money yeah she like, doesn't make any investments mm-hmm. in the things she wants. I mean, even just to the switch. There was a time. We haven't talked about this. Hmm. There was a time last year that we had made promises to the girls that if they got straight A's on their cards, on their report cards, they would get $100 per A. But only if they got straight A's. And if they got straight A's and B's, then it would go down to like $20 for any B and like $30 for any A because they weren't going to get anywhere near as much. But if they got straight A's and they had five classes, oh my goodness, they just made $500 just for doing what they're already expected to do. Yep. Like, and that was it. And so they got to a point where it was like they oh. were so amazed and we literally pointed out. about the $2,500 laptops? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we talked about that before. Yeah. I'm just talking about just the grades alone. They were going to mm-hmm. be paid for getting oh, yeah. good grades. And they literally sat there. We're so excited. We're like, yeah, so think about it. If you get A's and B's and you do this, and even if you just like, we're talking bare minimum, you would still be earning 200 bucks a mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. And you're going to pass that up. Tabby wanted to switch so bad. This was before her birthday came around and we gave her one. Yep. She wanted one so bad. And we sat there and we worked out the entire price and was like, so all you have to do is three months straight A's. And you'll be able to buy every single Switch game that you want currently right now. Get the Switch. Not a Switch Lite. A regular full-fledged Switch. You can mm-hmm. buy yourself a TV for your room and all of this. Three months straight A's and you're good. And she was like so amazed and then didn't put in the work. And so she got little, you know, less money for the grades that she did get. 
and then just blew it all on candy because instead it was like okay well you have to save it that's the thing you have to save the money because you can't just go and spend it this is literally three months you get it and then you do nothing with mm-hmm. it not oh well i have money so i just you know we're going to the gas station anyways because that's what she does she just penny and dimes it until there's nothing left oh well i have 15 dollars. i can spend a dollar on something mm-hmm. I, the thing i want is ten dollars and then she does that six times and then she has nine dollars left and goes oh well since i can't get that thing i might as well just spend go, the rest of it yeah and that's exactly yeah and that's <laughs> so that's it's just like for somebody that trying. can't even do that yeah. <laughs> and she was sitting there like oh yeah i'm just gonna get a job and then i'm just gonna be able to move out it's like tabby even if you save up from the moment you get that job until mm-hmm. you can you are legally allowed to move out you still wouldn't have enough money to last any real amount of time yeah. out in the real world because you don't think about all those things because you don't even think about them now and it's like yeah and we get it she is 12 she's she's still got a ways away but it's like if she doesn't have any kind of saving qualities right now who says it's going to change mm-hmm. because it was the same thing like we, this is the difference biggest difference between me and the the next sibling in my family my sister it was the, the biggest difference between us i could save up for things if i really wanted something i did it when i wanted my ps4 i was like cool I can't spend any of the money that I just got right now because if I get the next paycheck, bam. Same mm-hmm. thing when I just had my job of spirit. I wanted an Apple Watch so badly. Yep. I spent nothing from my paycheck at all. Got the second one, and it was just enough to get that Apple Watch. I was mm-hmm. so excited. It was so amazing. I wanted it so bad, and I was so happy about it. And I saved the rest of my money, literally, so that I could give everybody Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with the girls. It's like, yeah, you're getting paid for these things and these things. So just, you know, save it for Christmas. You know, you, you love getting people presents, da, 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 And then nothing happened. They're just gone. Lily saved some money. Anna saved some money. Tabby just nothing. It's mm-hmm. like, so we talk about these things all the time. But she just has no no desire to really save it because she likes she likes fast rewards. Mm-hmm. She likes to be able to get something done and get that money, get that thing she wants and be good. And never wants to think about the future with it because it's like and then you know it's it's hard because it's how most people do that they go ah man i know that being a teacher is not going to pay that much and everything but you know by the time that i'm this age or whatever i could quit i could do something else i'll do this while i'm doing that and they don't think like hey there's a million other things that go on in life yes planning is great but generalized planning is not how it works you have to have a set plan because otherwise you're going to keep having, oh, well, I was planning on being out of school by this time, but I can't really take all these classes right now, so I'm just going to wait. And then everybody, they, they sit there and they make deals with themselves so that it's, you know, slowly dwindling mm-hmm. away whatever their generalized plan was. Oh, well, I have $500 by the end of three months. Uh, well, I you know, even if I spend $15 here and there, it's not going to really matter because at the end of three months, it'll still be over 500 And then before they know it, at the end of five months or three months or whatever I was saying, they've mm-hmm. got nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's just, oh, yeah. it amazes she's, she's me. sitting there telling me, you know, she wants to get a job and she's going to get that job. And then she wants to have a savings account that she can't take money out of. Yeah. I'm like, then you're not going to have a job. And she's asked us that before, mm-hmm. too, that if we're going to pay her for something, just keep the money and take, you know, take note of it. But then the moment that we do that, she's mm-hmm. like, well, can I just have it? You said no. Well, what, but I, but there's this thing I really, yeah. I really want candy and I really want a soda or whatever it is. Like she can't. She can't just wait. <laughs> so it's it is very interesting that mm-hmm. it's you know, and, and I I see like we we're great being here so that we can try to move away from that and you know half these people that grow up and still do that because they never had anybody that could tell them hey that's probably not a good idea hey you should probably save your money hey you should probably think things through legitimately mm-hmm. because you know just getting out of high school and deciding how to figure it out along the way it, it's not normally a good plan <laughs> so 
it's just yeah it, it amazes me that people get into these and sign up for things and still just get surprised that exactly what they signed up for is what happens so yeah. no it's absolutely ridiculous i i just okay so what do we have next this one is pretty short. Um, it's from user Butterlords, and it's titled, If I can make it with little to no effort, then it's not art. To clarify, this only goes for art that is drawn or sculpted. Architecture, photography, theater, and other forms of art have different requirements, in my opinion. I refuse to believe that art can be effortless, yet we see time and time again some famous artist staples a banana to a wall or decides to smudge clay on a canvas to p- depict a story or a message. Your art has no meaning, and you're full of yourself. So I I think that this one is very interesting because I feel like the biggest thing that we always hear is that art is in the eye of the beholder and all these things mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And I feel like I've personally never really understood like paintings and sculptures. Like I think sculptures from, you know, the, the Greeks and the Romans and everything, like they're cool. And I think like, but that's kind of where it ends for me. Like mm-hmm. I think, you know, all this stuff about the Renaissance and all the things that they changed and it's like, it's cool to learn about it. But, you know, the really detailed, amazing stuff, it's like, that's cool. That's art. And the, even the things that aren't, like, super crazy detailed, but still, like, even if they're minimalistic and have, you know, details that I can't recreate or somebody with general, you know, some level of talent can't recreate, then, yeah, you have your own thing going. Like, but I, I see mm-hmm. the, I, the, the specifically, the like, the details that they, they provided. Like, yeah stapling a banana to a canvas and going ah but it's not about what it is it's about the message like what message what am i looking at it's yep. like the things that people do where they just like oh they draw like there's you know so many artists out there where they draw the same thing over and over again it's like but it's about the perspective I'm like no it's not it's the same thing they drew mm-hmm. it 17 different times and everybody's like oh it's so amazing no it's not i don't care they do the same thing and i could do that <laughs> it's like i i just don't get that i and you know again to each their own if they decide they want to go walk around and look at the same thing over and over again or they think oh man that's about the message and they get some great life-changing thing from the same thing that everybody else is looking at and going that's a banana <laughs> then you know good for them but at the end of the day i i can't just i can't call that art it's it's not mm-hmm. it, it's literally just whatever it is if it's a circle on a canvas and i can draw the same thing it's not art the whole point of art is that it's supposed to be different it's supposed to be something that somebody else can't just do and say oh it's about the message art is supposed to not be always about the message the same thing i hated with you know reading in school so okay, I get that the curtains were blue, but why were the curtains blue? What is the author trying to tell you here? Like I don't know, and it's not for me to decide what the author was like. That's it's literally my mm-hmm. interpretation. Okay, well then, what is your interpretation? I don't know because all I see are curtains are blue. <laughs> like if I'm not getting a message, you can't force me to get a message from it. So it's like if if I'm not reading or seeing anything there, you can't make me see something there. And then for me, it's not art. It's mm-hmm. just a banana on a canvas. It's just that the curtains were blue. It's it doesn't matter. And so it's just weird to me that people like spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to go and, you know, see these things or hang them up in in a museum and all this other stuff for something that isn't that amazing. Mm-hmm. So, like cuz like again, like the Oh gosh, there's the the one church that has all of the the paintings on the ceiling oh, and nobody Chapel? knows how they, he did that. The Sistine <laughs> like, Chapel. Yeah. yeah. It's like that, that's art. Because nobody knows how it happened. Nobody mm-hmm. knows how he did it. He just did it. And everybody was like, what? How? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 bro. How did you do that? And he just gone. 
gone. <laughs> like, so it's just like that. That's art. That is amazing. There are so many questions. There's so many things. Oh no, about I know it. which one you're talking about. That wasn't Sistine Chapel. Yeah, I remember which one you're talking about. That he just it showed up one day. Yeah, did got, it in like two days and yeah. then left. Yeah, uh, and it, it was. It, just, it was the stairway. Remember, it was the. It was oh gosh, or we're thinking two different things. I don't there know. was okay. There was I, one, either way, this guy just, built up the stair, the spiral staircase that they're like. Oh, I know that, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that they say they couldn't be. Okay, guy shows up. The wood comes from like 300 miles away. Guy wood shows up nobody, and overnight, yeah. you know, boom, it's there. And and like people were like, and up until recently, couldn't understand how not only it could stand, but a choir could literally go up it and stand on it, and the whole thing just held. And now they realize yeah. that this guy had like pure beautiful knowledge of physics mm -hmm. so yeah but yes yeah, so, so like things but like yeah, that still mm -hmm. just things things like that happen that's art yeah our people art. just doing something because uh it's about the mess it's not art if you're telling me it's about the message right. and i immediately do i'm immediately not going to care what you're you're presenting me because it, yeah beauty is in the eye of the beholder all the art and everything you got to see like no I don't care. If I see something in it, then I see something in it. Mm -hmm. If I don't, I don't. It's just not art to me. You know, the thing the thing for me is that I look at art, and when I see what, you know, you would call sussy art, <laughs> right, suspect art, I'm reminded that back in my very dark days that when it came to, hey, you're going to want to start looking at art was what I was told as I was starting to make substantial amounts of money. So art is consistently used today even today in big ways for money laundering hmm. it's utilized in so many big ways and it's so much in 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 so many aspects it's used in everything from you know you buying a piece of art and the art being worth so much and and you know and then selling that art and then oh man you sell it for so much more and but you're but you're the actual buyer, but you're not the buyer. You know, there's things that people do for that. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is just classic insurance fraud. You buy this piece of art and then whatever happens, something happens to it. And you've got it insured for like three hundred million dollars or some crap like that, whatever. But the insurance company, the insurance, well, not the company, the insurance agent you're with is in on it. Right. And so, like, there's just so much that like criminals use art all the time i mean heck we can go down to the the you know former vice president now president's son you know doing these stupid paintings that he was selling for tens of thousands of dollars that were being bought by you know why so that he would have money and nobody would know where it was coming from so yeah you know but I'll tell you, no matter what, when I, I've seen art now, I've been on, uh, you know, enough streets <laughs> um, where I'll see stuff that people are selling and it's like, oh, that's ugly. That's like I've seen artists that you're just like, that is just ugh. Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, yeah, I painted it myself. And I'm one of those few people because like other people are like, oh, well, that's really nice. But, you know. Um, I don't really have any money right now, so I can't buy that painting. Da, 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 da. And I've, I'm that guy who walks by and go, dude. You didn't paint this. Yes, I did. And you're proud of it? Like, I'm that guy. I'm that guy who, when somebody comes up to me with a little sign, you know, when I was in New York, and the little sign says, I'm deaf, please buy a pencil for $1. And he's got, you know, a 10-cent pencil with a 3-cent sticker on it. And he wants me to buy this. And I'm not, I'm not going to do it. You know, like, ooh, you know. And art is the same. I've seen people with spray paint who can do things that just baffle me 
Like I can watch them do it and still be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, and and those oh, people man. are amazing. I just, it just reminded me of like the same thing people keep doing with the the paint cans. They fill them up with colors and paint, and, oh, and they do the, the spiral spirals. Thing? Yeah. Oh my god, it's I'm so sick of it. Yeah. It's old. It's no, not art. it was beautiful the first time I saw it. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay. Great. It's I don't. I don't want. You know what? Again. In the eighties, we had neon. These weird ass neon pictures that that somebody had originally painted them, and they sold huge, and then they became prints, and they were everywhere. And it was kind of the same thing. So, yeah. Just because, you know, at, and, and trained artists. You know, oh, I'm a trained artist. Okay, Ugh. great. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm good. a trained chef, but there's things that people cook way better than I do, and there's. And it's like, and I always am constantly learning and I never sit there and go, I do the best blank on the planet. Cause I don't, there's, you know, it's like, I just constantly try to make my stuff a little bit better make things work a little bit, you know, more than they need to. And so, but when people sit there and they go, Oh, look, this is art. It makes a statement. You see, yeah. You, you know, see a banana stapled to a canvas and it's like, what is the artist saying? I'm like, the artist is saying that they had a banana. They kept losing and you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> how do you not lose the banana? I staple it, but I was pretty drunk, so I accidentally stapled it to the painting. And I was still pretty drunk when I brought it in. Now you guys think it's some profound thing, you know? When you see, I there was there's literally a piece of art out there sold for thir- uh, three million dollars, and you know what it was? It was a red circle, and you know what it looked like to me? It looked like the Japanese flag. You know what? This is like just making me think of like how stupid I think NFTs are too, because mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Oh, it's unique. You know, uh, uh, it's stupid. Right. There's nothing about it. And plus them, the ones that they're that are selling are so dumb. Mm-hmm. And like I people like, why would you want to own this? Why would you want right. to spend that much money to have this and oh, own come on. the it's original? A ca- it's a camel with whatever. tampon strings coming out of its nostrils. It's talking just, about, you know, but it's mine. So weird. Right. Why is it? I just AI generated it. garbage anymore. So that's and that's exactly what it is. I, yeah, I'm 100, 100 percent. And that's one of those. I don't think it's an unpopular opinion. I think it's just an unspoken opinion. Yeah. Because I think more people are like, because I know, I know for a fact that one of, one of my friends, um, bought this painting and he bought this painting at an auction and got the painting for like $15,000. So it wasn't like huge amount of money. Right. But we're, we're college kids basically. I mean, just, Mm -hmm. just out of college kids. And, uh, he bought this painting, got home. He's like, yeah, I bought it. This it's original, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and then, about two weeks later, he's like, why the hell did I buy that piece of shit? It is <laughs> ugly. He's like, that woman's, uh, she got lazy eye. Look at her. She's not. And I'm like, you bought it, dude. I'm like, and, and he's like, yeah, but I've been looking at the paint and everything now and realizing that it's not even painted evenly. Like some of it's like thicker and it's like, and then other parts of it just look like it was just like blurred. And he's like, the more I look at it and I'm like, so sell it. <laughs> you know so and he sold it and he sold it for like twenty two thousand dollars so he was happy about that i'm like they're great the money he said you want to see some beautiful art look at the drawings the portraits on the money <laughs> you know so yeah but i i don't understand it either so i'm gonna let you go with the last one here yes All right, and this one it. is uh pretty pretty self-explanatory there's a million and one stories we could tell but none that like wrap this up as as well as it is um, it's titled, There's No Excuse for How Much Fast Food Workers Mess Up. 
I understand the job sucks. I understand that you don't get paid enough to care. I'm not asking that you go above and beyond. I truly don't expect that. I've worked shit jobs for shit pay most of my working life, so I 100% get it. But not fucking up is not going above and beyond. It's the bare minimum requirement for the job. Like, if you want to do the bare minimum that will keep you from getting fired, that's fine. Quiet quitting is a fair response to exploitive, exploitative companies. But actually do that bare minimum. And I'm not talking about any weird requests here either. Just like, don't forget my whole ass items. I'm not mad that they missed the extra mayo. I'm mad that they missed the whole thing. Yep. 100%. (laughs) Fair enough. And that comes back to what we just said, right? About taking, about whining about what you get paid. Yeah. And even then, some people just get jobs and they're just lazy they're mm-hmm. lazy people yep no 100 so yeah we'll leave it at that 100 they they summed it up pretty well so with that thank you so much for joining us on the afternoon dive where i've been joey and i'm kiki and we just want to remind you that that which does not kill you is coming back with friends peace out with your peace out Bye.